Hello. Welcome back to another visit to the village. My name is Greg, and joining me is... John. Davis. Ryan. <laughs> John Davis. <laughs> What's going on? Glenn Davis. <laughs> um, that, that's my name. I'm Glenn. We love spy movies here at the village. Uh, some of us are wrong about Daniel Craig, but there's a new movie coming out. Don't blame the three of you for being wrong about Daniel Craig, brother. Anyway, um, there's a new Bond movie coming out. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Uh, hopefully, we don't want it to be taken away from us. But, uh, you know, we thought it would be a good time because we, we love the Bond franchise here to kind of celebrate the. Well, yeah. Some of us have lost our ways. <laughs> I'm just saying. Some of you guys have lost your path. You've got you've gotten taken taken in by the Jason Bourne phenomenon and and, and Jack you, Reacher and and all that other and Jack the, Reacher yeah and the why Mission don't you Impossible watch movies. Like Flint? Why, why are we going to watch that? Why, because that's that's Austin Powers' favorite you know, movie. <laughs> that's right, it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to actually talk about our favorite Bond movies today. Um, we're going to we're going to do a lot more than that. Don't don't sell our audience short about the songs. So you. You know, you remember the songs from the Bond movies. Oh yeah, they're a big deal of them. They, yeah, they're all, it's always you know who's going to sing them, and then you know they premiere. It's it's always a big deal. And the the, the scary, like, visual visual of all the that shit going on when yeah. when the songs are playing it used to give me nightmares as a kid. Really? Yeah. It was, now. it was creepy. Um, With the, those those bills. The, <laughs> the, the, Good the, answer. In like the beginning of uh, GoldenEye, those Russians knocking the. The sickle down. It wasn't the, that. It was like the chick opening her mouth and a pistol coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's get started with our, our favorite Bond movies. So we're going to have a, a rule where uh, we can only have a movie on our list of favorite Bond movies once. So it's almost like a Bond box set so to is this, a degree. Is this where we're going like, to determine what the best... By doing this, won't we come up with the best Bond movie? Because one of them will probably... Not necessarily. This is just... We're, we're all picking our favorite three, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're twenty five. Well, or is it twenty four? Is the the um the no, is no time to die going to be the, tw the number twenty five? I think so. Yeah. So we've seen twenty four of them, and if we don't count the um the, the never, never say, say never, never again. again. Well, we could omit all the Timothy Dalton and the Roger Moore ones because while there are some good ones in there, they're probably not going to be in our top threes. I don't think. Probably uh, you not. Don't, you don't know but, that. I don't know. I'm going out on a limb. I'm just saying. But if but if we can't repeat what somebody else has got in their top three. Then, oh, that's true. I guess it could then it well filter could into some crap. Yeah, ones, if someone if someone picks one of yours, and you know, who knows? Moonraker might make the list. Probably I don't pro think so. Prob probably <laughs> not. <laughs> you know what? We really should have done it in reverse and did the worst Bond movies. That would have been funny. Or worst, well, worst like most outrageous Bond moments. <laughs> that that might be. We'll put a pin in that one. Put a pin in it. You, this is a rich mind. Do you, do you think anything's going to beat um, Jaws surviving reentry with his short little girlfriend? Then, well, let, 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 let's let's not pin it. Let's just spin it for a little minute and talk about some. There's this the one where he walks across alligators. Yeah, the in in, in New Orleans. He's live and let die. He does oh that. yeah, oh yeah. Now I thought as and ridiculous as it is, I think it's kind of cool the way they filmed it in Goldeneye when he he catches a plane that's diving to the ground. Oh yeah. There's the whole um, the whole tale of the Cajun sheriff. Yeah, 
Was yeah. it J.W. Pepper or something like that? Something like it. That's terrible. <laughs> um, J.W. Stereotype. I mean, almost yeah. the, the entire movie, Moon, Moonraker, is just full of ridiculous. He goes to space, for Christ's sake. He does. Yeah. And laser battles and shit it, up there. It, it gave us our favorite character in the... Uh, in the, the Bond, in space suit. Bond in a space Bond suit. Bond in a space suit. Yeah, him and Wei Ling were the ones that Fucking would, would tear us apart on, on Golden Eye. From the new China news agency. <laughs> Okay, so ridiculous moments. I, I guess we can't talk about ridiculous bomb moments without talking about the invisible car. Yeah, uh, it's plausible. No, it's really not. <laughs> I get. I mean, we don't. I guess we can omit all the Daniel Craig ones because they made that one those too realistic. He doesn't really have any crazy moments, does he? In any of his crazy? I mean, it's kind of cool when um, that whole kind of building collapses and he falls on the sofa. Though is that the opening of Spectre? Spectre, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's nothing that, that... That's tame for Bond. Yeah. And what... There's one Timothy Dalton one where a, a semi-trailer, like, dodges a missile. <laughs> but, it, but it's also in a... It's not until you get to Skyfall, which is the third Daniel Craig movie, that you even get Q. So, I mean, that's, right. that's why. Is Q's not in the first two. You, you remember... Well, it, Q's not really the reason behind all of the crazy shit that well, happens. No, but I mean, on. he's behind the, the crazy inventions. Oh, the, yeah. the, yeah, the, the, the gadgets, gadgets, yeah. And this Q, they made him more... Like, like oh, you... Like a hacker. Like, yeah, like yeah. you... Yeah. Totally not like you in the movies before that, but you know, it's just he, me. He still, he still makes some some good stuff. He does. I, I'm, I'm going to say he's more like Q was in the when they first introduced him because it, it got ridic- it got progressively more ridiculous as the bond, as the movies went on. I maintain that Ryan doesn't really like James Bond. He likes Austin Powers. That's not true. I, I, I don't buy into this. There's been spoof movies done before Austin Powers and after. I mean, there was the airplane movies. They didn't stop making those type of movies. Or naked gun movies, they what this, type this, of movies? whatever it was. Or, I will, I, I'll maintain this, okay? So if you look at slasher movies, for example, look at the slasher movies before Scream came out, and look at the ones after Scream very came true. out. Very true. They turned into comedies. They 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 they, they shone they shone a spotlight on a particular kind of thing with the horror movies that a lot of people kind of laughed about and brought it to the mainstream audience. And then after that, you kind of didn't get the old type. Rules. The slasher, you got, you got, slasher. What movie. you got from from those was basically like they turned horror movies into comedy movies, yeah. and then what wound up happening was they had to go full on gore, like torture porn. Right. They didn't have to do that. Slasher movies were not even really a thing when Scream came out. Scream I sort of was. Like, what, what was before Scream? They At, like everything. There were there were no like they weren't making Nightmare on Elm Street movies. They weren't making Jason movies really. Screams just or sort anything, of, but they came out before. Oh, they came, they all came out. What I'm saying is, that, like, it wasn't like it was a genre that was still thriving when Scream came out. Oh, okay, I see what you mean. I thought you meant like you didn't have. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> am I crazy? Like, nobody was talking about slasher movies. They were still making them. They were terrible. They weren't all necessarily with like famous slashers like Freddy or Jason. But they were. It was Candyman. Yeah, there was stuff like that. But then, like, the Aguilera song. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's an underrated album, by the way. Oh, I, I agree. Um. But anyway, I think Scream just like that that brought that whole genre to the forefront after it had been dormant forever. But then but it also brought to the forefront kind of like inside jokes. Right. Which is and the same thing Austin Powers did with the what, Bond movies. But what I'm saying is Austin Powers had no bearing on the box office grosses of the Bond films. They were thriving just as much as they but were. But it turned them and people were laughing at them more. They turned them into comedies. And that's I what see. I don't go to the Bond movies for a comedy. Now, I have fun I love all Bond movies. I even have a soft spot for the Roger Moore ones. But because uh, they're very much a movie of their, they're, they're part of their time. They're, if you look at it, it's a product of the seventies. Well, I guess that's fitting because there's no joy in our time these days. So that's what Daniel Craig has brought us—just a joyless James Bond. Oh, they're they're that's fun. That's what you've brought to this podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
I bring nothing but joy to Ryan this Ryan deals in absolutes. He's like a Sith. Just saying that makes you a Sith. Darth Ryan. What, that you, that you deal yeah. in absolutes? Yeah, that's my opinion, man. You are something else. <laughs> you are something Thank you. else. Appreciate it. All right, let's dive into this. What are we, what are we talking about first? We're the, talking the about our, our, our favorite. Our top three. Right. And if, so, if someone, say, someone says one of yours, you have to uh, eliminate it All right. from your list. Uh, who's going first? I'll go first. Number three. This is going to be wrong. I already know that. From Russia with Love. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, damn. That was my number two. Well, okay. So that's your number one or your that's, three? That's a, my, my, number, my number three. Your number se- sec- second Bond movie might be the best fight of the Sean Connery films. In the train? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's say, like, that's, when I think of like, classic spy films or what they ape a lot, like there's always that train scene and right. then the, the espionage elements of it. It's a really good movie. And I remember like when we first started, when we were first working at the theater, I hadn't really seen any Bond movies, and you were telling me about. It. So I started renting them. Yeah. And as it would be, they were re-releasing them all on DVD, and I got to that one, and I just watched it late at night, and I was mesmerized. And Robert for, Shaw, man. Yeah, and for a kind of a kind of WTF moment, I mean, it's the second Bond film, and remember, they always have the cool cold opens, and remember, the cold open is James Bond getting killed, right. and then they pull the mask off, and it's like a training thing, but um, yeah. Classic spy, man. My number three is Goldeneye. Okay. So, like, if that was going to be on my list, now i got to say something? you got to call it. Well, y'all talk about it. Yeah. Well, I have it higher on my list, so I'm going to say, like, I don't know, what do we say, Pusher? Money Pender. All right, so we'll... Oh, okay, so that's what we're doing. So talk about it later. Is that how you want to do it? I don't know. How do you guys want to do it? I, th- I, I, th- th- I thought we were doing it if somebody okay, said we're doing it live. So okay. I, thought, I thought we were doing it where oh, since yeah, we're only doing it. three that since you said it, he can't say it now, but y'all oh, talk okay. about it. Okay. Okay, well, thanks for screwing me, John. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime, Ryan. Um, so Goldeneye, I mean, they had the Timothy Dalton movies, which didn't go over well, and I feel like Bond was kind of in a decline at that point like big time there hadn't been anything for a while the, the um I mean, how many years it had been between from 1989 license to kill came out goldeneye was 95 so, so six, six years six years, six years. so I mean, it's not that long but i mean i feel like they weren't right, kind of respected movies anymore they were just they, they just it was something you'd away. watch with your dad it was, and, a, it was a dead franchise and and goldeneye came out and pierce brosnan i feel like he just kind of revitalized it he was somebody that was supposed to be bond much earlier but he had you know he was in doing remington steel and other things and he was a great Bond, and he showed up, and this was... He survived the drive-by fruit in. He did. It's kind of funny you mentioned, like, we had From Russia With Love and then Goldeneye, because I think those two are two of my favorites, because it's, like, Bond versus a particular villain who's not, like, the main villain. Well, because it's, like, his art... It's, like, someone on his level. Like, yeah. his, his skill level. Yeah. Which I it's thought like, was kind of cool. It's like the end of Double Dragon when you got to fight yourself. That's not what it's like. It's just like that. <laughs> Or is it in Scott Pilgrim versus the World when he has to fight Nega Scott Pilgrim? Nega Scott Pilgrim, that's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, that's one of my favorite villains in a, in a Bond movie um, was Alec Trevelyan. And uh, yeah, this just kind of brought the Bond movies back. I mean, it, I still became, don't quite understand how he blames Alec for what happened to him in the beginning of the film because, like, all, he tried to speed the timer up. I don't understand why. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't get in the movie, like, the script, like, why he blames Alec for. Why, why he blames Bond for that? Because I, because his plan to, to escape unscathed was based on the the few minutes it was supposed to be on there, and then and when he shortened it, he didn't realize he shortened it and it blew up and 
He was not unscathed. He was scathed. He became very scathed. He, yeah, he was scathed. Famta Jansen was Zenya on the top. On the top. And when, yeah, there was Boris. Boris. Yeah, the other day I had to go fix something on my mom's computer. When I finished, I yelled, I'm invincible. Okay, see how much pleasure and humor I'm not, and, I'm not and, saying and fun that, those, that that movie was? Yeah. I get none of that from any of the Daniel Craig ones. Then you're soulless and wrong. No, right? I'm not saying again. I'm not saying the Daniel Craig ones are bad. I'm just simply saying they're not in tone like Golden Eye was, where there are so many memorable, funny. But then characters. you could argue that the Roger Moore movies are not in tone with the fucking. <laughs> but other they're ones. not good movies. All right, Glenn, your turn. Greg's. I'm cutting him off. So it's so my turn. It's your turn. I guess it's my turn. Okay, so a um, took from. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm gonna. So th- my opinion of this movie has changed. As I've grown older. Intriguing. I already know what he's going to say. I'm going to say on Her Majesty's Secret Service. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. No, you're wrong about this, too. No, it's a good one. I don't think he is. A couple years, a few years back, before, I forget which one it was, before, was it before Skyfall? I think it was before Quantum of Solace. Before Quantum of Solace. Glenn and I kind of sat down over about three months before it came out, and we watched all of the Bond movies from the beginning. In order. In order. Release order. When we when we got to on a Magic Secret Service, we were like, okay, here we go, and we watched it. And when it ended, we were both like, that was a lot better than I remembered it being. And then I saw the the documentary about uh, George about George Lazenby. He's not an actor, right? He was a model. He was a model who kind of bullshitted his way into it because he like went and got he he found out who Sean Connery's barber was, and he went and said, I want you to cut my hair the exact same way Sean Connery's hair is cut. And he went and didn't he steal one of Sean Connery's suits? From like the dry cleaner. Well, he's just a liar. <laughs> and um, to to and he kind of talked his way into auditioning for this part, and he ended up getting it. But um, I mean, I could you could definitely tell like if you if you're going by the fans of the books, on Her Majesty's Secret Service was on the top of a lot of Ian Fleming book fans lists, and that's why they gave. Uh, this young income, this new guy that wasn't really an actor, they gave him the most popular book in the franchise. Now, and they um, kind of adapted it as close as they could, which kind of threw a monkey wrench in the the continuity because On Her Majesty's Secret Service came out before You Only Live Twice. So I always found it, it's interesting watching it that when in a, he meets Blofeld and they kind of don't know who each other who they are, even though they met in the movie before. Yeah. So it's kind of strange in that aspect, but it's a very well-made movie. And George Lazenby is a badass. The way he's fighting, he kind of breaks the fourth wall a little where he says this didn't happen to the other fellow. And, I mean, some of the stuff he does, like when he's pretending to be gay, is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people, just this this movie is the answer to a trivia question, but I immensely, I, I, I really enjoyed this I film. I did too. I didn't like it, but the, I will how say long, this, How long has it been since you've seen it? I only saw it once, and it was when I was going through the series of the. I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but um, before DVD, they were releasing all of the Bond films in these cool little VHS. <laughs> right before VHS went away, in these cool little VHS box sets. So I was buying them as they were coming out. So I, that's when I watched them all chronologically. So that was like fifteen, twenty years ago, the last time I saw this movie. I didn't. I just thought it was very forgetful. I will say this: the fact that Bond gets married in it is is a very like important aspect of the whole Tracy Bond, like that that, that, that Diana Rigg. Yeah, that keeps coming back throughout the entire series. Not much else from one movie to the next one carries over until the Craig ones, right? The, those were the only ones where they 
sort of had continuity. But yeah, that they that event was... did at the beginning where he kept on trying to go on the date with the same girl that he meets in Doctor No, and then they uh, he at the beginning of From Russia with Love. Yeah, it, doesn't I, she say something about the last time we were going to go out? You went to Jamaica. And, yeah, I just meant like in, in level of yeah. importance of his character. Oh no, uh, totally. But um, yeah. All right, so is it me now? Yes, number two. So this is my third. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to go with uh, Casino Royale. Oh, that was going to have to money mm-hmm. it. That's my third favorite. Now, again, you guys have screwed my list up by some of these that have come before this that I can't pick. Uh, this was not going to originally be in my top three, but now that I, some of my stuff have been eliminated, i got to go with that. Um, like Greg likes to talk about uh, freaking rounders making poker like really interesting on film and like Casino Royale upped it to another level and I'm glad they did not do Baccarat because that game's a fucking mystery to me <laughs> and they made it's, once you like I, I've read the rules of it it's, it's not, not that, that difficult set the bon that right there is like I don't even want to that's just too pretentious bullshit just you know raise check a call that's what I want to hear and I just thought it was really cool and the you just said seven to bond. That's what he says it, right there. Not, <laughs> it's in a different language. You got to speak funny. American, right? <laughs> Even though he's English, you'd be one of those guys. Yeah. yeah. And so one of my, American up in here? I have to say, one of my favorite things about Casino Royale was, even though I do like the outlandishness of the Bond films, I like the sort of groundedness of the villain and everything that's going on. The Schieffer. Yeah, it was like he's just needs money <laughs> that's yeah. all it comes down to he's not trying to build he's a like, nuclear he's a villain but he's got somebody he answers to as right well. and it's like he's not trying to build some nuclear missile to take out the he, world he's, he's like I just, I just got to get money or else i'm gonna be in deep shit and yeah. so i mean i thought it was an interesting little sort of grounded plot for the villain and i mean we were just talking about tracy bond but his relationship with vesper i mean that's similar yeah that that spans all of his movies um i do hate the opening of casino royale because it the black and white? Because it doesn't I open. think it's cool. I, I just think it should have opened like all the other ones. And then went to the black and white stuff. But I didn't like But it was an origin. I didn't like it. Every Bond film opens the same way, except that shit. Just uh, that Casino Royale was my number two. So, so you got to change so, so chat and talk. So, you got to change, change, so, change it. So, so, uh, change it. Talk about the, 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 the stairwell fight. I think that's... Well, no, but I... I so, look... <laughs> Going through like it's almost like Doctor Who where they change doctors and like you're kind of worried about it. Mm-hmm. I liked Daniel Craig, but I was like, I don't you know see him as a bot. When I sat in the theater and I saw this movie, uh, impressed is not the proper word for it. Yeah. I just was I was on the edge of my seat. I, I loved every minute of it. Uh, the inspired casting of Judy Dench as M. Uh, you know all of it. it. I was in the. She was already in. She was in Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, that which I'm glad you brought that up. But this was kind of a reboot. That kept something What's I'm saying, from right? the old ones, yeah. but but I mean it wasn't confusing. A little. I mean, if it's an origin story, why is she still? Because she was perfect as the role, and I she mean, wasn't. There's no I doubt about that. She wasn't. She wasn't the. And she wasn't the same. Gives, gives, yeah, but it gives people like continuity from the other films, so it, it you know lets people know this is still Bond, but at the same time, you're, you're changing things up a bit. Like again, her her interaction with Daniel Craig's Bond, I think, is a lot different from the other ones. Sure, it's almost like she's like just kind of openly annoyed with him most of the time. Uh, but yeah, like I, I, I this this movie, first of all, Eva Green in that friggin' purple dress. Yeah. Um, and and just like the cool, you you keep talking about like the lack of humor, or whatever. The subtle, sly, the innuendos and the different references. It was an expert. 
like flirting dance and and yeah the the, the jokes were really like I again watching this badass. And there's there's also there's different humor in it that I, I know what you mean. And it's like just little kind of subtle things like when he gets poisoned and he's in the car and he's trying to set up and he's pa- he passes out and then she comes out there after he's almost dead and shocks him and he wakes up and he's like, "Are you all right?" And she's like. Yeah, like, are you all right? Like, it's it was just that those reactions. Like, that's funny in it. I mean, it's and not it's not. Oh my god, that's so funny that he says so that. It's just like it's like a little just quick little quip. And and, and I think we need to mention the director Martin Campbell yeah. because he also did Goldeneye. So yeah. he launched the he launched two Bonds. Yeah, and a Green Lantern. And he did. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well and we'll give him a mulligan on that one. He also well, well all right. So we'll put that away. I mean, he also did Legends. Of, I mean, Mask of Zorro. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, good movie. But um, not a bond. But <laughs> I'll tell you how the main problem with the, the Daniel Craig was. I guess it's not a problem. It just depends on your preference. He uh, he, he's not as po- he's not he's still not because it's a it's an origin story. He's not as polished. Like he's no, he's, 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 a, he's he still a, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's a though. blunt instrument. That's what. Yeah, and I mean, like you talked about the banter with M, but. The in Goldeneye, like she does not like Pierce Brosnan at all in that one. Now she grows to appreciate him, and then the rest of the Bond films they get along. But I, but yeah, and it's a completely different dynamic with his character because it's. I guess if you really pay attention to the you know from one Bond to the next, it is a little odd that you know now we're doing an origin story and M is still the same M, but the dynamic between the two of them is pretty cool. The fact that she is annoyed with all the shit that he always does. But they, they kind of work their way to him, to Daniel Craig, getting to be the more polished one. Because I, mean, right. I, I actually just rewatched Spectre, and I mean, we may talk about this a little bit later, but I mean, there's a scene also where it's got a, a gadget. He's in the car or whatever, and he has the ejector seat. He flies out of the car, and the ejector seat comes down on the parachute. And as he comes down, he just keeps walking, drops the parachute off, and just straightens his tie on his tuxedo and says, good evening, somebody. I was like, that's like a Sean Connery thing mm-hmm. right there. And that's that's what he's become. And we may see more of that in the next one. But again, I, I there there have been small hints of it, just not as much as I would have liked. Uh, right, so right? Well, like Greg needs to pick his number two, right? Oh yeah, well, my number two is Casino Royale. But well, you do, have, so to, I have to replace it. Yeah, yeah that's it. what Glenn said. God damn it! It's Glenn rule. Glenn's rules. Yeah, it's me- yeah. Save my number one. Um, my list is messed up, so now yours is going to be messed up. I like those. Let's go with Doctor No the first. Okay. I like Doctor No. I just found it to be kind of slow. Very well, and that one is. Movie. I mean, that right. one. I mean, there's no real gadgets in it. It's just yeah. it's a flat out. He sings in it. Yeah, <laughs> underneath the mango tree. A lot of smoking too in that. Yeah. <laughs> there's a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the um the guy Over in the crib? <laughs> you want that shit break off? <laughs> no, that's a, it's a fun film. Um, yeah. Doctor knows a cool bad guy. Yeah. Um, With his metal hands, for some reason. <laughs> but it's just very like I don't know when I think about those old Bond films I always think about like the Caribbean and the beach and I mean Ursula Andress the, the, was that that was one of the most famous and earliest bikini scenes yeah. I think oh, in yeah. history uh, alright alright John talk about View to a Kill alright I'm not talking about number one yet Greg alright um, my number two I was actually going to be Casino Royale what I talk about so I'm going to say Goldfinger down, down, down. This is just pissing me off. <laughs> this, this Glenn rule is stupid. That was my number one. Well, okay. yeah, then discuss. Now I gotta come up with another number one, but it's not really a number one. It's like a number three or four now. Or whatever. Well, we're, just, we're just discussing our favorite ones. Yeah, we're talking about our favorite ones. So we're, we're just talking about this the has, same one twice. This has everything. It's got everything in the, the Bond check mark. 
best, in my opinion, the best villain. Mole people. <laughs> it has everything. It's just got. It's like you go through a little check mark of everything a Bond movie has to have. This has everything. The the, the great opening, of him with a freaking duck on the top of his head swimming in, <laughs> swimming in. <laughs> I mean, I just I love this movie so much. I think it's timeless. I think it holds up. It came out when the sixties. Well, sixty four. Yeah, yeah. I, I love this movie. It's got the classic shocking. Hen- the classic henchman in that one. Oh, odd job. Odd job. Random. They, they don't random have, task. They don't all have good henchmen. I mean, you know, I mean, there's. You know, there's there's odd job. I mean, there's Jaws, but some of the others have they have henchmen, but yeah, I know what you not, mean. Not all the good ones. There's knickknack. Nick and Nat. I think uh, the Golden Girl is like the hottest Bond girl. I don't remember her name. Oh, the one that they paint gold. Yeah, man. Uh, Betty White. Joe Masterson. <laughs> was it? Yeah, was it Matt? Because it, it, it's that's her name in the movie. I don't know the actress's. Oh, name. Well, that's her name. Because it's his her sister is yeah. like the one that he's Tilly. Yeah, Tilly Masterson. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, total classic film. Did you think it was better than Gold Member? <laughs> Everything is what? better than Gold Member. Although, you know, in, in Golden Eye, I mean, in Goldfinger, he didn't eat his own skin. No, that's true. That was a weird fucking movie. <laughs> 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 I, for, I forgot that even happens until you just said that. Yeah. That was a weird movie. Do you expect me to talk? That's that's no, the Mr. greatest Bond, Bond I scene I think of all time, right? Was it Operation Grand Slam? <laughs> Is it my number two? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go the one right after you. I'm gonna go Thunderball. Oh, I, I'm not playing anymore. I don't have any more movies. That was like could it be you my number have, one? Since all any more movies? The uh, you know what? I'm, so I'm, gonna, you know what? I'm gonna no, give, no. I'm gonna give you, you Thunderball. You can keep it. But uh, so, it, are you giving it your? Is it the first half of Thunderball or the underwater fight? Is that like, that's a whole other movie? I just love Thunderball. I just think it's such like it takes like the Bond thing and kind of com- combines it with this big epic thing with all the double O agents meeting, and it's almost like an Avengers thing, like you would compare it to now. It was just this giant underwater battle, and with you know, it's just. It's just big and epic. And I kind of wonder how, what it would be like to, to do a, like a Thunderball version of Bond with technology nowadays, what they could have done underwater. Yeah. Because, I mean, then it, they were just in scuba gear and stuff. And, I mean, they, that was pretty impressive stuff that they filmed. Yeah, for, especially for, I mean, this came out in 1965. Yeah. And, and, they, then, and you get Bond in a jetpack at the beginning. That's right. <laughs> that jetpack is referenced a lot. I mean, if you see a lot of like classic sketches of Sean Connery, most of it's him wearing that jetpack holding the gun. But um, Isn't, aren't there some Bond films when they're going through cues that the jetpack's like off to the side or something? That's one of that's one of the because uh, yeah, I think that's one of the Pierce Brosnan ones, huh? I don't know because doesn't he say does it still work and he turns it on and kind of flies around? I think I remember that. I don't know which one that was. That's a good point to keep Desmond Llewellyn throughout all the movies. I didn't confuse the fuck out of Ryan like Judy Dench. Mm-hmm. It doesn't confuse me. I'm just simply saying people that are confused. I'm Ryan. <laughs> uh, I, really, I don't like Ryan Reynolds, even though I have to watch his movies. I don't have to watch his movies. I don't know why are you doing that voice because I don't sound <laughs> like that. What the fuck's wrong with this guy, man? <laughs> Who is he? You do have to watch his movies. People commented. No, that was a fucking farce that y'all. I don't even get me started on that bullshit. What the people won't, Ryan. No, 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 no. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Ryan Reynolds in that episode, and all you assholes got people to say, hey, man, why don't you do a Ryan Reynolds episode? I didn't get anyone to do shit. We didn't even mention Ryan Reynolds in the episode. So Anyway. So what's your number one? <laughs> now we have, so everybody right, comment so how much Ryan should watch Ryan Reynolds movies. Yeah, watch out what happens. 
All right, so now I gotta come up with a number two. Um, fuck me. Are you asking me oh, else to do boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Who does number two work for, Ryan? <laughs> Who does number two work for? Jesus. We really did do this terribly, the way we're doing this. I mean, we're getting now our, our number ones are gonna be movies that are not even in our top five. Yeah. So Ryan put the living daylights. We're, we're talking about more Bond movies, but yeah, we shouldn't have ranked them. We, we should have ranked them, yeah. All right, well, let's just throw the rankings just, out. Yeah. It's not right, Ryan. Which one you want to talk about? Just because I want to talk about it. Let's talk about Die Another Day, John. <laughs> That's possibly, including the Roger Moore movies, possibly <laughs> the worst James Bond movie. Is it just because of the invisible car? It's because no. there's a lot of stuff in it. It's, it's you terrible. Didn't, you didn't like the villain? Not really. With the diamonds in his face? No, not really. Well, I mean, that's that's the henchman. I mean, sure, he's fine, I guess, but the, I mean, he's not really in it much. Yeah. The but vi- I mean, the guy, Gustav Graves, that looks like Conan O'Brien. And he's, <laughs> yeah, what's... <laughs> like, he, he was Korean, and now all of a sudden he looks like Conan O'Brien. Yeah, they explain that. Oh, I'm sure they do. Just it, the same technology that made the invisible car. No, it's the same technology that they used in Thunderball when well, the they, they made that guy that, look like the, uh, the, the general. The diamond face guy was later used in Twilight. What else was that guy? And he was in something else. Fast and the Furious. Yes, that's right. Well, then let's. We're talking about this, and we're not going to talk about Jinx. She was terrible. <laughs> You're talking about Oscar winner Halle Berry. Yeah. yeah. Did she win an Oscar for that movie? I don't think so. She was pretty terrible. But she it? looked amazing. Even uh, was it Miranda Frost? What's what's her name? Um, Rosamund Pike, Pike, who is a great actress. Don't as well. you have that not poster hanging movie. up in your garage, Glenn? I, I like Rosamund. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as one does. Yeah. I, I think y'all are a little too hard on this movie. Is it perfect? And no. That was, well, that was the one where we didn't have Desmond Llewellyn anymore. We had John Cleese. And he was, and, and was, was not good as Q. Well, that's yeah, the one where he, I mean, that's his last one, right? That's when he went, like, he he sort of said goodbye. And it just so happens he died, like... Well, no, Die Another Day was was all, it was all John, Cleese. John Cleese. It was the one before that, The World's Not Enough, where he was... Oh, that's he right. Was, always like, have, always have an oh, escape okay. plan. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and he was R. Right? Yeah. But, um... Yeah. I, I'm not. It's probably my least favorite Brosnan, but the, I don't think it's as bad the, as you the, guys the, think. The big place, the like the big house that they were in. House of Ice, made out of ice, and it's all these people that are walking around. You wouldn't want to go to a hotel made of ice. Ninety-eight point seven, and none of it's fucking melting anywhere. Is is, is uh, Adele Dazeem there? Or I'm sorry, Indina Mantel <laughs> there? Because no, um, and then they, there's a really bad CGI when remember where he's surfing he's with like surfing with a parachute. Thing. Yeah. I think you got a problem with like temperature melting things because you, you don't like the day the day after tomorrow either. Well, I mean, it could be that, or it could be both, both huge pieces of shit. <laughs> I don't like huge pieces of shit either. That, that, that's my argument for Ryan Reynolds. Huge pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> All right, Greg, uh, give us something to talk about. Pick a movie. <laughs> a little mystery to figure out. How about love, Ryan? Uh, Skyfall. I'm going to choose Skyfall. That was going to be my number one. That would be my number one. That was going to be my number one. Which one is that? Skyfall. Skyfall. No, I know the name of the movie. You three assholes. Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem is the villain. Oh, that creepy scene with his where his face like gets all fucked mm-hmm. up and, when he takes and, it apart. And his story about the rats. I like how smart the villain is. Yeah. He's always a step ahead. I like how Bond has to get back to basics. Yeah. To to do everything, and I like I like the the earnestness. It's the culmination of he and M's relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one when M dies? Yes. Spoilers, like Ryan. Like and that's the one where um, they tried to get Sean Connery to come back and do a small part, and he and he didn't. Good he didn't, for him. He didn't come out of retirement. He was going to play the um, Albert, Albert Finney. Finney. Would he have been the first 
previous Bond to show up. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why he didn't do yeah, it. Because he even had that Welcome to Scotland. I can completely have seen Sean Connery. Yeah, I'm glad he didn't do it. Not, not, not anything to do with it. I'm just, he shouldn't have shown up. No Bond should show up in another Bond uh, guy's movie, I don't think. But, um... Yeah, I mean, the villain is great in that one. And, I mean, I was I knew that was going to be Judy Dench's last movie. And when they started saying they were going to introduce the new person that's going to be him, I was kind of hesitant about Ray Fiennes. Yeah, they, but I think he's actually great. He's, he is really good. Ray, Never doubt Ray Fiennes. Never no, doubt Ray Fiennes. That, that opening on the train with uh, Naomi Harris. Yeah. That's pretty epic. Yeah, that is pretty epic. <laughs> and she's really awesome, too. Is she is. Really is. And when it turned out she was Money Penny and all of I me, mean, that was, yeah. yeah, it was just great, great film. Great flick. <laughs> Are we done? Are no, we Scott, done? Skyfall's the one too. Like I, I'm trying to remember if I'm messing up my scenes here. Probably. That's the one with the 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 tall glass building where he goes to stop that assassination. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's I love that scene. Yeah, because yeah, he's still kind of not on top of his game. But it's also like like it blends one of my big fears, which is falling from high places. Like he, when he rides the elevator up. And it's the the silence that's played against this assassination attempt. Right. It's it's just it's a really good suspense yeah. building scene. Yeah, because they had already set it up when he when he comes back from his little, you know, hiatus and he can't do the the pull ups as well anymore and he, and then he's but trying I to get the feeling. Do you get that later on that he was kind of faking that? Maybe, but then like he because because have you ever says oh we we have your file here and all the tests and you failed and da 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 and then all of a sudden it's like oh you're because he, he he was a bad shot and all of a sudden when it comes to count he's like nope yeah um this is kind of hard to, to say another one here but I'm actually gonna go with Live and Let Die it's a I actually like that one yeah it's it's Roger Moore's first first movie that he did the first Bond movie that he did. And um, it's got some stuff in, in New Orleans in it, which is very stereotypical New Orleans. Not, really? The Wacky yeah. Baron? The, but yeah, the, the Wacky Baron is just super creepy in it. And uh, I don't know, just, I, I kind of like that one. The, the little bit of voodoo stuff in it, which you know is, they show is not really, it's usually just some sort of mechanics going yeah. on in the background. Uh, the, the theme song is good. Oh, the theme song is amazing. And we find out what happened to Daddy Warbucks' henchman. Mm-hmm. You know, as he... Yeah. Uh, although the... Um, the effects when the guy blows up into a big balloon at the end. Yeah. <laughs> not, 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 not that great. Not yeah, that great. Not great. But, I mean, it is, what, 1973. So it is very much a movie of the 70s. Mm-hmm. All right. And I guess since we're just talking about films now, um, I'm going to mention one just so we we hit all the bonds. I'm going to talk about The Living Daylights, which was Timothy Dalton's first film. Um which uh, no no wait. let's do the second one let's do um license let's do license to kill Benicio del Toro's in that is a small yeah I was I was gonna say that license to kill is a very kind of unique film yeah um it's a revenge film because it's um Felix Leiter's new wife is fed to sharks right she's Felix is partially fed yeah. to sharks and she's just she's, she's just, just murdered. she's just dead yeah, yeah. she's dead they like right after like the night of their their wedding and they have, that's they have right laser and, beams attached to their heads no and um bond uh it's illegitimate then yeah and bond resigns so he can go hunt the fratelli with the pockmarked yeah. face from the goonies right yeah um yeah it's it i mean it's a very violent film it's and it's sanchez right yeah sanchez, sanchez. i mean it's, it's like a drug lord yeah and i think Kind of when we're talking about the stuff that Daniel Craig's doing now, that's what Timothy Dalton was trying to yeah. do. He was trying to go back to Ian Fleming. Just his movies just weren't very good. They weren't. And um, I mean, this was very much a film of the eighties. Um, 
I mean, it was a very 80s villain. I mean, it was about the about drug lords and smugglers and stuff. It was kind of like, almost like a Miami Vice type thing. That, yeah. that, that was kind of big at the time. Number one new show. But, um, yeah, I th- I, Timothy Dalton, I just, I think he kind of gets a bad rap. But his, so, here we go. Cool, yeah. I, if I had to just mention one other one, the only Roger Moore one that I'd, I did like Live and Let Die, but I also kind of like The Spy Who Loved Me. I, li- I was going to mention, I like The Spy Who Loved Me, too. I thought that one was pretty good. Yeah. Barbara Bach. Yeah. yeah. So we've got uh, no, nah, no, it? no Time to Die. No Time to Die coming out soon. And I will say, Spectre wasn't my favorite of the Daniel Craig movies. I mean, I, I liked it. It's probably my third favorite out of the out of the four that are out. We agree Quantum of Solace was the worst. I think so. Yeah. I, I, I think Spectre's the worst. But I will say, I mean, that, when they, yeah, as far as people being recast, and I mean, there's, you know, Bond, as we've talked about in M, I will say, usually I'm a little hesitant about it, but the first time I heard they're going to recast Blofeld and it's going to be Christoph Waltz, I was just like, I'm there. I'm in. Like, I, you can't find somebody better to play just a, a brilliant, just, you know, egomaniacal, like, psychopath. They don't, they could have cast Greg. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right, now let's do a tournament so we can go home. You really don't like recording podcasts anymore, do you, right? No, I hate it. <laughs> fucking hate movies. Like, fucking hate podcasts. <laughs> so uh, I guess the, one of the more important things to go along with Bond movies is the Bond song. we got to pick the best one. None of this half-assing shit. we got a tournament. We're going to find out the best Bond the song. The best ever. Bond song. Despite Greg's opinion, we'll figure it out. Um. So it's very clear if, if one of us mentions the name of the song, we have to eliminate it and do a different song. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. First battle. Golden Eye versus You Only Live Twice. Golden Eye. Golden Eye. Yeah. Golden Eye. We are all in agreement. So it's You Only Live Twice. That was Shirley Bassey, right? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I just had it up. You Only Live Twice was... When I was, when I was Diamonds Are Forever. Or is it, it might, they might both be. I mean, Maybe they're all. Forever. 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 Uh, Forever. You only live twice was a losing song. Yeah, it's it, it lost. Um, all right. Okay. Next round or next matchup: Thunderball versus the Living Daylights. Thunderball. Thunderball. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thunderball sweeps. No, you only live twice was Nancy Sinatra. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's okay. All right. These lives were made for two and <laughs> this these titles are oddly provocative to me, being matched up against each other. Goldfinger against Octopussy. I mean it's yeah, yeah, the yeah, let's mention the name of the song is All Time Highs by Rita Coolidge for yeah. and Shirley Basie. Only, Goldfinger and Shirley Bassey. Only a Definitely gold, Goldfinger. Only, Goldfinger. A, only a goldfinger could beat an octopussy, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> All Time High is actually a pretty good song, but it's not yeah. gold. It's not Goldfinger. All right, View <laughs> to a Kill versus The World is Not Enough. So we have A View to a Kill by Duran Duran. I'm going with A View to a Kill. And The World is Not Enough by Garbage. You see, like when I, I feel like when we got to A World is Not Enough, they really went back to like the old style. Of, they, it, it, was, it, was, it sounded like a Shirley song. Bassey song. It sounded like a Shirley Bassey song, but... But I still, I think I gotta go with Duran Duran on that one. I'll go with the world is not enough. I was gonna go with the world is not enough. All right, they both move on. Um, 
For Your Eyes Only versus Skyfall. 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 Which one is Skyfall? Adele. Adele. This one, it won the Oscar. Quantum of Solace versus Live and Let Die. Oh man, that's All right, so, so Quantum, Quantum of Solace is Jack White and Alicia Keys. And the name of the song is Another Way to Die, and I'm picking Another Way to Die. Going with so Live and Let Die. I'm going with Live and Let Die. All right, you two picked oh, Quantum man. of Solace, so I'm going Live and Let Die. John's got to pick. I gotta go Live and Let Die. I think. Right, no problem. It's right. close, but it's. You, you don't know going an explanation. You pick right where you want. Yeah, you pick what you want. I'm giving the audience an explanation. <laughs> Casino Royale versus The Spy Who Loved Me. So Casino Royale is You Know My Name Chris by Cornell. Chris Cornell. That's, that's one of my favorites. That's a, that's my bad and who and who's it going up against? The Spy Who Loved Me. Which is Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. That's a good song, but... but it's not. But it's not You Know My baby, Name. Baby, you're not the best. <laughs> All right. Last first round battle, Diamonds Off Forever by Charlie Forever versus Tomorrow Never Dies by Cheryl Crow. I'm going Cheryl Crow. I'm going Cheryl Crow. I, yeah, Tomorrow I'm, Never Dies. I'm going Diamonds Are Forever. Doesn't matter to me. I guess I'm You're wrong. just a Shirley Basie fan. All right. You really uh, are. You celebrate the woman's entire catalog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Golden Eye. Y'all not going to like this. Golden Eye versus Skyfall. Skyfall. Oh. I'm going Golden Eye. I'm going Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah. Oh, you guys are fucking dumb. All right, so I lost that one. <laughs> All right, next three, a uh, little three-way here of a, of a Thunderball, a Quantum could, could of... Could it have been a three-way of, like, Goldfinger, Octopussy, and something else? Yeah, no. <laughs> a, a, thunderball. a Thunderball. A Thunderball. <laughs> a Thunderball. All right, Thunderball, Quantum of Solace, and Live and Let Die. I'm going to go with uh, Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. Was Thunderball, Quantum of Solace, and Live and Let Die? Yep. I'm going with Quantum of Solace. Quantum Solace. Idiots. All right, so those they both move on. Thunderball gets eliminated. Oh, poor Tom Jones. <laughs> it's not unusual. <laughs> <laughs> There's right. a Martian right behind me. <laughs> oh, shit balls. I don't like this at all. Goldfinger um, versus Casino Royale. Casino Royale. <sighs> shit. Um, I'm torn. yourself because nothing else is going to save you, right? I got to pick Goldfinger. I was going to go with Goldfinger, too. Regret, like... Begrudgingly. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, final three-way of the second round. A View to a Kill. Darn, darn. The World is Not Enough. Garbage. Versus Tomorrow Never Dies. <laughs> Cheryl Crow. <laughs> <laughs> a View to a Kill. I agree. I'm going Cheryl Crow. I'm also going to go Cheryl Crow. Jesus, Mother Mary and Joseph. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got, All right. We got religion. Sooner or later, something's going to have to win this. All right. So here we are. This is going to be like a four-way. We have a four-way. This is the first, I think, ever four-way <laughs> you've ever had. And Octopussy is not involved. <laughs> this, is, this is a four-way in the semifinals. We've got Quantum of Solace versus Little Let Strike. Die versus A View to a Kill Duran Duran. versus Tomorrow Never Dies. Shocker. <laughs> um, Sir Paul and Live and Let Die. I'm going Live and Let Die as well. I'm going Another Way to Die. What? Oh. I was going to go Quantum of Solace. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, it just keeps coming to those two, and we just keep both voting for the same ones. Right. I think this is going to change. Well, we're in the, we're getting, they're in the finals. So we got Quantum of Solace and Another way to live, die. live and Let Die in the finals. And, live and, let. and it will face those two, and so we got one other spot. And it's going to be decided between Skyfall, Goldfinger, and Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Skyfall. 
I'm going to go Goldfinger. All right. Here we go. No fucking around here. We got three in the finals. This stupid tournament ended up with three songs. Quantum of Solace, Live and Let Die, and Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Quantum of Solace. I am also going Casino Royale. Chris yeah. Cornell. We should have known. Man's a genius. Rest he, in peace. He made yeah. the best James Bond song ever. Why? Because we say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recognize. I forgot he passed. I, would drop I forgot my we name. lost Chris Cornell. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely, if if you have never watched a Bond movie, what the fuck's wrong with you? Go watch them. Um, I don't know. They're not really for everybody. Especially the old ones. If you've yeah, never watched I'll, it, if you're early, yeah, you're right. Start, though. With okay. the, start with the new But ones. a Bond movie. Yeah. People have enc- have to have encountered them at some point. Yeah. Even if you're watching fucking TNT late at night, it's going to come on. I don't. Yeah, but like John's saying, I, I, I if knowing who you're recommending them to, like I would, I would agree. The Daniel Craig, Craig ones are easier for people to digest than the old sixty night from the 1960s. They're like the 2009 J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly you're, you're how exactly it, right. That's exactly how I would compare. You're right. For once, it took me long enough. I was bound to get there, Ryan. Look at that, <laughs> like, like yeah. a broken clock. Y'all, y'all, y'all are in agreement. It's like it's like when the Russian Soyuz met with the NASA astronauts <laughs> and they shook hands. <laughs> the undiscovered yeah, that, country. That, that's, that's definitely what it's like. It's just like that. Put the Cold War aside for five minutes, and <laughs> it's like when when Rocky single handedly tore down the Iron Curtain. Just <laughs> just like dogs it. and cats living together. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, it's been another great week. Please go see uh, the, the new Bond movie. No time if you released. can. If yeah, if and when it's released. Um, yeah, and, and watch that um, documentary about yeah. Daniel Craig. If you if it yeah. if it's still on Apple, it is it, right. It's on Apple. Um, it's what was it called? I can't remember what it was. It's, it's just being Bond. Being Bond. Bond. Something about Bond, man. Being Bond. Yeah, and um, it's it's something on Apple, but you have to rent it. It is a free rental, though. I don't know why. Yeah. And, and the uh, it's what, weird. And the documentary on Lays and Bees on Hulu. Yeah. yeah. I think that's just yeah. called Becoming Bond. Yeah. Um, well, there are many places to find us. Remember, Google Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, a host of other platforms, as well as our website, theawesomevillage.com. Anytime you listen to us, you are helping us out here at the show. It's been another great week. This has been Greg. John. Glenn. Ryan. We'll see you next week.